What's My Ride? The show that gives a voice to those unsung heroes of the construction industry, the equipment operators. Our latest guest on the What's My Ride show is arguably the most famous machine operator in the UK. Which is ironic because these days he spends more time behind a computer keyboard than he does behind the levers of a digger. Nick Drew is the name and face behind the Digger Man blog. And he has made a successful leap from digger driver to respected industry blogger and journalist. It hasn't always been an easy transition. Nick has endured jealousy from some of his fellow machine operators. There were certain sectors of the journalistic fraternity that were reluctant to allow this perceived interloper into their midst. And for a while, Nick and I even shared an online stalker. But Nick has prevailed. He's prevailed because he is largely unique in plant journalism, in that he has spent a large part of his working life behind the levers. He has prevailed because he works incredibly hard, particularly on social media, where he's a master of sizable and loyal following. And he's prevailed basically because he's a nice guy. So without further ado, here's Nick Drew. So what did you want to be when you were growing up? Yeah, well, I guess, um, you know, at the risk of being repetitive, I think uh, I'd always wanted to be a digger driver like, like some of your other contributors. But, um, yeah, from a young age, I was one of those kids, really, who uh, could stand and watch a digger working for hours on end. You know, nine times out of ten, my mum would have to drag me away, you know. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> and then, of course, Dad would come home in the evenings and it would be uh, trade magazines and all the rest of it. So, uh, yeah, I think I really knew what I was going to be from day one. But you didn't have your head turned too much by ice ice hockey at any point? No, no. Obviously, that was a big factor in my life, um, and I managed to combine the two. So, uh, yeah, it all worked out well in the end. So how did you actually come to be in the work, working in the construction industry? Is this genetic? Is it is because your father was there first? Yeah, it's one of those again. It's, uh, you know, um, I was always keen to know what was going on with Dad and his work, so uh, he used to let me go with him on Saturday mornings. Absolutely loved it. Um, spent three years with him on the M27, Saturdays and Sundays, and <laughs> driving all sorts of machines, really. And, uh, yeah, it was actually Dad who got me my first job on Wimpy Construction, um, just as a chain boy initially, just to get some work, you know, and uh, helping out the engineers. And then the guys on the site, they, they realized I had a passion for the plant, and uh, they took me over to the plant division, and that's where I spent my early years working, really, you know, sort of repairing machines and you know, even spray painting, all that kind of stuff. And then when they needed a, a driver, they'd just send me out. If someone was sick, they'd send me out for the day. I had no tickets or anything. It's just the way it was in those days. Uh, so it was good times. So what would have been the first machine that you actually operated in anger? Yeah, that was probably um, a, a JCB 3C Um which was um, owned by Marsh Plant Hire, who my dad used to work for. So, uh, yeah, any sort of snack breaks or anything, he'd let me loose on that, loading a bit of topsoil or something. And that, that, was, that was the first machine, really. And uh, given your, your subsequent travels, what's the best machine you've ever operated? As an operator, it, it's nothing that sexy, really. I just I really like the Case CX-130B, which is the, the Japanese Sumitomo-based machine. Um, had one of those from brand new for a company, and I just loved it. It, it just, you know, fitted the bill all around. It was an all-round machine, nice and smooth, plenty of power, just brilliant machine, really. Now we'll, we'll come on to, you know, how your, your career has diversified a bit later on, but if you could operate any machine in the world, what would it be? Yeah, well, initially, I was going to opt for the uh, R9800, the Libra 800 tonner. 
But so I noticed Pamela um, dis- decided to opt for that one. So I've sort of veered off a bit and gone for um, a Cat 6040, which is a 400 tonne, slightly smaller, but I'm sure that there'd be a lot of fun. And uh, I was recently watching Pushy Six there um, at the Cat Proving Ground in Arizona. And I thought, yeah, I wouldn't mind a go on that. It'd be some experience, I should think. Yeah, absolutely. So you've had the benefit of, of operating a lot of different machines and a lot of different systems and stuff. You've also had quite a bit of experience on tilt rotators. What, what do you make of all these um, operator aids that are available to to operators these days? Yeah, as I say, I've been a long-term fan of tilt rotators. Um, just can't see why anyone would want one, really. Um, you know, there's all those different makes, but they're all doing the same thing and equally as good. So, uh, yeah, big fan of them. Um, GPS, that's really taking off now. It is the future for sure. Um, I just feel anything that makes life easier can only be a good thing, really. But um, I find that all a little bit daunting at the moment uh, as a sort of old school operator. But um, yeah, I think you've really got to take it and embrace it. Uh, otherwise, you're going to get left behind. In your opinion, what's the best thing about working as an operator? Personally, I always enjoyed the freedom being able to work work away on my own, you know, like Billy No Mates in the Cab, so to speak. But uh, And also, you know, just seeing the end results of your work, especially when doing stuff like landscaping and finishing, you know, it's a real nice thing to look back and think, oh, I've done that. And, you know, often sometimes I'm driving down the road and think, oh, I've done all that landscaping there or this cutting that batter there. And it's really rewarding, you know. Um, also, I enjoyed taking pride in the machines I was operating, keeping them clean and tidy, but uh, probably not to an OCD level like we see some of these guys on the social media these days. But, uh, yeah, that was that was enjoyable. And, of course, you know, despite what some people might think, there is really good money to be earned. And what would you say is the worst thing about working as an operator? I would say that's long hours. You know, you're, you're up at... Uh, uh, sometimes 5.30 in the morning, driving to site, get ready to be running at 7 o'clock, ready for a 7.30 start. And long day, you might have you know, a late night finish as well because you might be waiting for concrete or something. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's a, it's a lot of hard work that way. You've also got these days all the health and safety. You know, you've got these men in suits with shiny boots to come up with these great ideas bucket changing areas and all the rest of it, but they still want the maximum production, which I used to find really frustrating. You know, they're putting obstacles in the way all the time. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's just the way it is now, and uh, you've got to suck it up, I guess. So on that basis, do you feel that the skills and experience of a, of a good operator are actually valued in the industry? I think they probably are, but I, I just find that the younger generation of site managers they don't have the respect for operators like they used to. And I really think they should. You know, back in the day, operators were, were very well respected. And and as we all know, a, a good operator on site can make or break a job. But uh, I think there's lessons to be learned along the way. So on that basis, if you could change the one thing about the industry, what would it be? <laughs> yeah, bring, bring back a more um, common sense approach, I think. Um, definitely. And, and, and there's, Change the, the card scheme, which is crucifying the industry. Uh, a lot of guys have got out of it because it's, it's just too much money. Every five years, you know, got to go and change change your ticket, do the test. Uh, there's got to be a better way somehow. I don't know how, but 
you know, I think there's something that needs to be looked at. Now, at this point, I normally ask our guests, what is your current ride? We'll get on to that, but you, you've kind of gone off at a tangent to a degree, haven't you? And you, you I, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a one-trick pony. I just write about construction and construction equipment, but you've actually come up through the ranks. You can operate it and you can write about it, and you're spending seemingly more time writing about it these days than you are operating. Yeah, I mean, like, like the blog thing all came about really by accident. Um, I was just posting on forums there in 2008, um, a guy contract journal as it was then will man spotted what i was doing just um approached me by a private message and said would you like to do a blog and i thought he was having a laugh to start with but um that, that's how it went on and we met and had a chat about it and then started doing it uh had a month practicing how to put it all together and then we went live and it's just you know it's, it's been no turning back since um moved to construction index and eventually obviously joined earth movers um, for the for the first two years working with Earth Movers, I was still driving as well and doing it as a sideline. Uh, but in the end, it just got too awkward, really. You know, even though you're self-employed driving machine, it, it became awkward. You'd have to say, "Oh, I need a couple of days off to go out to JCB or whatever," and uh, they'd look at you a bit funny. And I thought, "Yeah, it's, it's time to make a change, um, do one or the other." And as I enjoy this now more now, I thought that's that's the route to take. And yeah, loving it basically. And it, it's really opened things up for you, hasn't it? I mean, obviously, you, you, your experience as an operator gives you a, a unique perspective as a, as a journalist and, and blogger. I mean, you and I are speaking at the moment just before we both head off to Las Vegas for Con Expo. So it, it's really opened the world up for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been amazing, amazing. The opportunities I've had through this have, have been incredible. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, some of the places I've been, I could never have imagined it. So uh, really appreciative that I've, I've and given the chance to do this it's fantastic uh, all aside from the food because you're not big on the, the uh, foreign food are you <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> that can be a challenge sometimes but uh, yeah perhaps it can help you lose a bit of weight <laughs> <laughs> so the final question i guess i mean g- given all the, the experiences you've had would you recommend the job as an, as an operator to a young person looking for a career yes i think um definitely you know plant operating is a great career and um, it's a real fantastic skill to have under your belt. And as I said previously, there is good money to be earned. So, um, you know, which that often surprises some people. They think if if you're not sat at a desk with a computer, then you're not earning good money. But there is fantastic money to be earned. And uh, it's a nice thing to say that, you know, you can skillfully handle a machine. Um, I can't imagine that, that any of our listeners wouldn't know who you are. But if there are a few that have been living in a cave, where can they find you online, Nick? Yeah, well, obviously, uh, the Digger Man blog is now <coughs> hosted at Earth Movers' website, Earth, Earth Movers Magazine's website. Um, we've got a Facebook group. I'm on Twitter. I've got a decent following on Instagram and also on LinkedIn. Um, trying to build up the video content as well these days, so I'm on YouTube. That's about it, really. Anywhere, anywhere on the internet, you'll probably find us. What's My Ride? Exclusive to the Diggers and Dozers podcast. 